Hey everybody, before we get into the podcast today, I had a special announcement. We wanted to let you know that we have an education course coming out today on the homeboyspodcast.com. We are so proud of this course. It teaches you everything you need to be a successful real estate investor. Whether you're a first-time investor or even a seasoned vet, you're going to pick up the information and knowledge you need to become the best real estate investor you can be. With this course, you're going to get all of the terms you need to know. We analyze properties and show you how to pick the right properties for you. There's downloadable forms that are going to guide you on your journey, worksheets that you can follow along with, quizzes so you can make sure you're soaking in the info, and a lot more. So go to homeboyspodcast.com, take that course, and take your investing to that next level. Enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, you're kicking it with the homeboys and the homeboys podcast where we talk everything in the world of real estate investing. Whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet, we're going to give you over 40 years of combined real estate experience to help you on your investing journey. Today, not only do we have an exciting topic, but we also have an exciting guest, a young man just getting into real estate. And so we're excited to discuss renting versus buying. And is there ever a reason that renting is better or not? Are tenants a scary thing? We're going to cover some pretty interesting things today. So it's going to be very helpful for starting out investors too, because a lot of questions that you'll probably have when starting out. So, yeah. So Bryce is um, just starting to look at duplexes. You're going to do a uh, a hack probably to get your first property and your uh, sidekick here around the office, Bennett just used one of the hacks that we talk about, which is an FHA mortgage. He he was able to buy his first house, a brand new build with only 3.5% down. Beautiful I think, house too. Beautiful home. I think he said it, uh, he, he spent less than $10,000 total down payment between right. closing costs and everything. So just wild and a good area too. It's not like it's a bad area or anything. Good it's area. a brand new neighborhood. Are you kidding? It's one of the wealthiest counties in the state. I right. Mean, it's yeah. And it's growing area. too. It's growing up there. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what you're looking at is possibly buying a duplex and living in half and renting out the other. Right. You know, to, to either cover the entire mortgage and live for free or at least close to it where it's a, it's a great way to get a property. Right. You know? And you're also considering obviously FHA for that duplex or even maybe a single family and then just get that snowball rolling. Which kind of brings us to today's topic, which, you know, there's a lot of people out there we've noticed that um, think that um, renting is a terrible thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Let me just say owning real estate is a must. It's the greatest wealth builder there is. If you ask any millionaire, just about every single one of them will tell you real estate is a part of what made them millionaires. And there's a reason it's the American dream. It's um, part of what can lift you, you up in station. You know, I grew up broke, you know, teacher for a mom, da- dad wasn't around. Changed your life. And then real estate changed my life. And I was around a lot of wealthy people. I grew up in the, in the wealthiest county in the state. And my mom was just a teacher there and I hated being broke. So I would go around talking to all my rich friends, parents, and I was a sponge and I realized, holy cow, almost every single one of them, real estate was a big part of what built their wealth. 
And then I learned the biggest secret of all, which is they didn't use a lot of their own money to buy the real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the 30 year mortgage is an amazing thing. It's now don't get me wrong. There's some drawbacks. You, you have to pay back a lot more money than you borrowed over time, but it's it, convenience. It's convenience. And it has allowed the average American to be a homeowner. So there are drawbacks to it. It's not the great, it's, it's not 100% great, but at the same time, you want to talk about an affordable way, an easy way that someone can buy into the American dream and to capture that appreciation. So owning is great, but renting is okay too. It just depends. It depends where you're at in your life. It depends at on where you're living, where your job is. I mean, we were talking before this that uh, a lot of our investors, a lot of your clients are renting still because it just makes sense to do that. And they own, you know, five properties already, but they could afford to pay down a mortgage and buy a home, but it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't mean it's bad and they're wasting money renting. It's just it's just how it, it works out. Yeah. A lot of our clients live in markets where it's unattainable and very, very expensive to purchase a home. You know, I, I, I think about probably 75% of our clients are in either California, maybe Salt Lake City and some other markets where it's incredibly expensive and they choose to rent. You should, can you say that again? Just that number, like 75% of our investors live in California. Yeah. They yeah. own rentals and people from California will probably lose their mind if you say that. Yeah. How can you afford how can you afford real estate when you live in California? Yeah, well, that's the beauty of of this whole industry that's become popular in the last 10 years called turnkey real estate. And turnkey real estate for our listeners that don't know what that is, it's real simple. It's it's basically a, a property with a bow on it. It's been uh, it's already been rehabbed. It's been inspected. It's been warrantied. It's got a tenant in there, and it's cash flowing, so that when you buy it, you hit the ground running with the tenant paying down your mortgage and cash flow coming in every month. And of course, you own that property, so you're capturing that appreciation. And we do example after example on our TikTok of past properties that clients have bought, say 10 years ago, where their $23,000 down payment has turned into over $300,000 of, of profit, which seems impossible. But when you combine the rent profit every month, their mortgage payment say is 700, but the rents are 1200. Um, and even after expenses and taxes and everything, they're making, you know, a few hundred dollars every month, which does add up, but just as importantly, the tenant is paying off that mortgage for them. That's just going down and down and down, down and down. And the properties are appreciating and they've appreciated at rates that we haven't seen historically in the last 10 years. But at the same time, even if they're appreciating at 4%, you're talking about doubling that house's value in short periods of time. You know, we're talking tripling the, the, the house's value and in some day, time, in some cases, quadrupling it by the time the mortgage is paid off. And all they did was pay the down payment. Correct. They didn't have to do all this work themselves. No. It just, here you go. Here's a down payment. Take care of it for me. And they, like I said, most of our clients live, live out of state. They don't even see it. Never. They might never step into the house that they're invested in. 
Oh, more more than more probably than all half. of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, probably I've, a lot of them. There's a few that come in town to see maybe their first one or two. That's how I would be. I'd like to uh-huh. see the first one. Take I'd pictures. like to see them all, but I like to I like to have an excuse to to not work and to leave town and and go do something. And you but, can, but I, I'm lazy. But but they <laughs> real estate know. for the lazy right here. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. It, it's I'm joking. Is, but it's for true. And, and lazy is not really the right word. There's there's a lot of folks out there who are say middle income to high earners who want to own real estate, but they don't have the time. They're, they're raising families. They're working a full-time job and they invest through their 401k program and all these other things. And they think I don't have time to invest in real estate. Well, that's why turnkey has become so popular. It's because those folks can, it's almost like investing with a financial advisor. You find a, a turnkey group that you like somewhere in the country in a market that you like, and they do all the work for you, including the property management ongoing. So you just get the mailbox money and, you know, right off into the sunset. So it's an interesting product. Um, There's other products that kind of came before it, like REITs, some other stuff that we really don't believe in. We, we, there's some real downsides that we feel to REITs, but uh, we're not financial advisors. So I'm not going to get into the weeds on, on a lot of that. But the truth is, is that I don't like REITs, you know, Clint, um, bought into a REIT and it took them about a year to get out of it. They're, they can be difficult to sell and you have no control, no control. And things like turnkey real estate, you actually own the property. It is your real world asset. But, you know, to, to bring this back though, to the topic, which is renting versus owning, renting is okay. Like you said, if it's situational, you know, the I, people in California are probably all of them are most of them are renting because they can't afford, they want to live in California, but they can't afford a mortgage. And or, I mean, they can afford a mortgage, but it just doesn't make sense because it's so overpriced over there yeah. right now. Why would they? And a lot of them, um, you know, are moving every few years, you know, people in their late twenties, early thirties in their career, they're changing careers and moving. They don't want to be locked down. Um, you know, folks like my mom, she has no business owning, you know, cause she doesn't have the time or the ability to, to um, deal with maintenance and the upkeep. So there's a lot of situational re- reasons to rent. And, um, I, I, I'm going to get this stat wrong because it's been a few months since we covered this topic, but I believe it was like 28% of Americans surveyed said they would prefer to rent. And so renting doesn't have to be just, Oh, you're living under the thumb of a landlord. There there's, there's reasons that it works, you know, and tenants, we were talking earlier about our tenants, how some of them make more money than I do. (laughs) You know, I mean, we're talking, you know, we have a tenant who made seven figures last year, you know, I, cause we pull their credit and uh, you know, we have to have income verification and everything. Seven figures. And he's renting. He is. He travels a lot. You know, he's actually a, a a famous uh, host basketball announcer that's on TV, but that's another reason. Yeah. If yeah. you travel all the oh, time, he's gone all if, the time. If your toilet breaks or yeah. something in the meantime, it's yeah. not on you. Like yeah. you don't have to worry about it. No, no. And it's, it's, it's funny. Cause we have to, we do inspections on, on our properties for our owners. And when, when we went through his property, it was like no one lived there. I mean, there was barely any furniture <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Why would you be paying down a house when you're just going to move in a couple yeah. years or you just not even using it. Yeah. And in that case, we would recommend he buys some turnkey real estate. So he captures that appreciation has a tenant, you know, paying off his mortgage and he could do that from anywhere. 
uh, from anywhere and he can do buy the property basically anywhere. Um, so, you know, renting is, it's a necessary um, commodity that's out there is there needs to be rental housing. There's demand for it. And just because someone's renting doesn't mean they're making a terrible decision. Right. Long-term you should own real estate. You should. Right. And just because a landlord is renting out a house doesn't mean they're taking away the ability of someone to buy a home. They're not taking away something. They're giving them the option to rent this house that they can't one afford or keep up, like you said, with maintenance or yeah, even afford all those maintenance costs that a yeah. homeowner has to worry about. There, there's a scarcity mentality out there and I understand it. So Fannie Mae says we're 8 million homes short of what is needed um, to supply the market demand right now. So there is a shortage. However, there are, most of the markets where it's really smart to invest in are pretty stable markets, markets that are um, linear mm -hmm. and um, steady cash flow, uh, reasonably priced, but good rents. And in those markets, there really is not a scarcity issue with affordable housing. So in a lot of cases, that idea that, well, I'm taking away a house from somebody who could own it. There's actually a shortage of rentals in a lot of these markets. They actually need more rental homes. Like Rockport, Rockport yeah, Indiana. So, yeah, we build. We build brand new uh, rental housing. So duplexes and, and, uh, and our clients buy them and own them as investments as, as rentals. So there's a lot of markets, middle markets all across the United States where a uh, waiting list, correct for, for rentals. People so want to rent there. They want, they prefer to rent. In fact, part of the reason we built in, in one of our projects was because there's a lot of empty nesters in Southern Indiana who are uh, getting up there in age and don't want to have to take care of their land and mow. And everybody down there lives on 30 acres, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. and so when they get older, they're like, they have no rental option and they don't want to own and keep, keep up with all that. That is such a great point that I didn't even think of older elderly people. What do you expect them to like have no rent option and they just have to buy a house and they have to take care of it and or pay for someone to take care of it? It's like, I don't know. Well, if you look at our, our project in Southern Indiana, you'll notice that the main drive when you pull in the most accessible properties are all that single story, single story. Mm -hmm. Those were because we knew we had this demand from age and aging population that needed rental housing. And so at the front of the neighborhood, we wanted it to be easy for them to get in and out. Less drive. And so we built the single story ones there for them. And, and then in the back, it's a mix of single story and two story. But, but, you know, there's a demand for rental housing that is mind blowing. I'm aware of it because I'm in the business. And but the news and, you know, mainstream focus right. on the, you know, coastal areas and places where it is that is a situation but there are other other options yeah i mean the, the rest of the country is flyover country you know people don't don't think about it and when the news announces that housing is at three decade uh, uh l lack of affordability in the last three decades and they say but the silver lining is there are markets where it's <laughs> where it's as affordable as ever that well an article man. that article though there's been a few since then i didn't even forge really it. same thing same thing they're talking about so they're basically saying the rest of the country is affordable but because california and a few of the other top markets like new york and others are so expensive that housing is now unaffordable 
And that the silver lining is that the 90% of the rest of the country, it's, it is affordable. <laughs> but that's an afterthought. Do they know what silver lining means or like? they know what sells newspapers? Exactly. Yeah. And they know. What, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, what else do you expect people to, to do, but react by thinking there's a scarcity and that, um, you know, investors are, are snatching up all of the affordable housing and they are the in those area. markets. In, in many markets, that is happening. And it's a shame. You know, we feel like everyone should be able to, we would love it if everyone in this country found a way to buy a home where they live. It's all equal. It, it was, yeah. yeah, it'd be great. But I live in reality and that's not the case. And so my thought was, let's really dive into an alternative and teach it to this next generation that's out there who lives in those markets and can't afford a home. We don't want them to miss out on the dream of owning real estate and the dream of capturing that appreciation and building wealth. And so they really need, if you're a younger person, or I don't care how old you are, actually, if you're in those markets and you don't own, please, please look at turnkey as an option all over the country. You can still rent and live in your hometown. You can. You can stay there. And it's, I think you would be shocked at how little you need as a down payment to, to buy a really quality home and how inexpensive they are. If you're in those expensive markets, you're going to be shocked at what you could buy for $150,000. Compared to where you're living, you're going to lose your mind. Yeah. That's why I said Californians will lose their mind if they heard right. what you said, how a lot of our clients are from there, but they own properties elsewhere. Right. Just the fact that Californians own real estate is just... a sentence that people are like, no, they don't like they can barely afford where they live, you know, but right. not looking at the right places. Yeah. There's some, some of our clients who have sold their house in California. Okay. So let's say they bought, you know, 20 years ago, they bought it for 200,000 when life was normal out there. Well, they then sold it for $2 million. Of and what, course. what they did is they 1031 exchanged, which is just a way to defer your taxes on, on that money that you made on that house. And they've used that money to buy houses in places like Indianapolis, where we are, Memphis. Can buy a couple of, a few of them. Yeah, so they'll buy a bunch of rental properties with that, and then they'll rent in California. So they don't have to leave where they live. Correct. They just are, it's not even really a sacrifice. No, they- They, they rent a nice place. Correct. They go rent a nice place in California, and they use the money that they earned to build amazing wealth and cash flow um, through turnkey. And yet- Rent shouldn't be a thing and, and living is a, just a basic right that everyone should, I mean, which I, okay. I sound like an a-hole saying that, you know, no, you don't, but then you got to think about like food and gas. Yeah. Bennett has a, had a great comment about on TikTok about uh, gas, how well, what, compared to gas, like home value, like people are saying home prices have went up, rents has gone up and stuff, but it's just the same house. Nothing has changed, I guess, in a basic way of saying it. Same with gas, like gas 20 years ago, same gas, but it's, <laughs> that's everything, you know, but that's the thing. My yeah. grandpa was buying, uh, not even my grandpa, my, my dad was buying Cokes for a nickel when he was a kid. Exactly. Same thing though. Yeah. But, same Coke, but people, you can't pin. Well, it was only six ounces, you know, yeah. now, and, a now glass yeah. Yeah. and now a child size soda is 32 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> Parks and Rec. Uh -huh, yeah. It's, it's not a child size. It's the size it's of a the child. Size of a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But yeah, I, I don't know it. Um, 
just people saying that it like it's a basic right. I understand where they're coming from because everyone should be, you know, have a roof under their or yeah. over their head, food on the plate, like in a perfect world. But if you're just if you're pinpointing that, then I don't know. It's the same I, thing as food. I ignore those people. Here's right, exactly. why: housing is a is a human right, right? Absolutely. So so is food. Restaurants charge money. That's what I'm know? saying. And so you know, I I don't know. I there's not a lot of well thought out economic. Uh, models that that have a solution um, to you know that point of view you know and it's just a victim point of view too and this might upset some people but that's just how it is get used to it and do something about it (laughs) to change your life if you're just stuck in the mindset that you can't do it well, nothing's going to change. That's just how the world works, yeah. buddy. Well, some people are just, they're just angry. And, you oh, know, we, we see it because, you know, when we're building, you know, new rental housing to supply a market, you know, with, with housing it desperately needs, you know, that, and w- affordable housing at that, you know, affordable. Nice houses. not Very nice at affordable rents, you know. That should ease, but instead people still think that that's somehow a bad thing. So, I, you know, I, there, there's a lot of people with some wacky ideas out there that, that I, I choose to ignore most of. Well, hopefully this episode opens some minds to think, to realize that renting can be very good for some people. For sure. And owning can be very good for some people, but they both have to exist. Uh, I was telling you before this podcast about what happened with me with renting. Right. Yeah. So I... um with my kids and um, my wife, we two bedrooms wasn't enough. So I sold our, the two bedroom place that we had. And then I rented a three bedroom um, for us temporarily while we looked for a house. And that house that we rented was in the school district where the kids wanted to be, of course, where we wanted the kids to be. And the school is right in our backyard. Well, we realized the kids loved living there. <laughs> So we ended up being renters for eight years. <laughs> eight years we stayed in that house while the and kids. You went owned real estate at this point. I owned did. millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. of real estate during this, and I was a renter. That's awesome. And I loved it. I had no worries. I had no extra expenses. You know, I have where I live now. You know, I own. I have a significant backyard and landscaping, and it would be, pond. yeah, it would be shocking if somebody saw what I spend a month on maintenance of my yard Just and landscaping <laughs> and taking care of my koi ponds and <laughs> the waterfalls fish, yeah. and all the pumps, and then I've got a lakefront down, you know, outside of the we pond. Need to film, we need to film back there at some point. It's a beautiful yard. That's why we bought the, the place. But, you know, I had none of those expenses renting. I was able to save enormous amounts of money by being a renter. And what I mean by save is not that I spent less. I mean, I literally saved, you know, my financial advisor was just, it was, it was a windfall for him every month. He was like, what are you doing? Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just pouring money to him. And, um, and into more real estate. I was just about to say, that's why people that want to stay in their hometown and can only afford to rent in their expensive market, Instead of moving, because a lot of people will say, you know, like, well, I don't want to live in the markets where it's cheap. I want to live where my friends are, where I grew up, which I get, Mm -hmm. obviously. But then you could save a bunch of money by renting and save up that extra cash to get a turnkey property, get a few properties going. Then you'll be able to afford to move wherever you want. 
True. You can live in, you know, yeah, it doesn't even have to be turnkey. You could call up a, a realtor right. in Cincinnati, Ohio, and say, "I want a rental property." And if you can find a realtor that specializes in investment properties, I'm sure they could help find you one you and a property help, manager yep, help set you up with the property manager. And then you're building wealth, tenants paying off your mortgage. You've got appreciation, but you're also living the dream out in California or wherever you are. Right. And it can be the best of both worlds. And exactly. for people who don't know this about tenants, but you know. There is a supply of amazing tenants all over, like in every market. I'm, I'm always surprised at how, what a pool of quality people rent our houses. It's just like, even I've been in the business forever. And so I shouldn't have that bias in my mind, but I think it's been pounded into everybody, including myself that, Oh, tenants are just, yeah. Oh, tenants, they suck. And they'll, they ruin your house, they'll ruin your house. And don't get me wrong. There's, there's bad tenants, just like there's bad everything. Yeah. There's a lot of bad landlords too, Mm -hmm. but the tenant pool is you shouldn't be scared of owning real estate because of the tenant pool. I think you'll be surprised at how great it is. And you, and if you're really picky, there's all kinds of cool hacks you can do too. Like I've got a friend who owns a couple of properties out by the airport and he rents to this. It's like a, I don't even know what it is. It's like a group and it's all these pilots that join this group that, that rent these houses in all of their deadhead places, deadhead where they have to spend the night. And he's advertising to them. And so it's rented to this group. And so the pilots stay there when they're in town instead of having to go to a hotel. And um, I've got another friend who has a place over by uh, St. Vincent's is our hospital here in Indianapolis. He's got a, a house over there and he rents it to traveling nurses. I was just about to bring that up. So there's like, and, and these, these are like high income earners who take care of their place and they just want a nice place to live instead of a hotel when they're, you know, assigned to, you know, a St. Vincent hospital 10 here. week, whatever. Yeah. So there's another all reason kinds why of... renting is a good thing. What is <laughs> renting? Yeah. Another reason why renting is a good thing. Yeah. And is a, it is necessary, but yeah. So, you know, anyway, I love this topic because renting versus owning is, is one of those really hard things to get your mind around. You can, you can put it out on paper. Even Dave Ramsey, the one of the most conservative financial advisors that's out there, you know, talks about how, Hey, short-term renting isn't a big deal. It's not a problem. Now, long-term you need to own real estate. He's the first one to tell you. So, you know, at the end of the day, depending on where you are, Hey, maybe you do want to rent, but don't miss out on owning real estate and owning real estate now because of technology, because of the way that this industry has been born, that services folks who can't do it themselves, um, these turnkey providers, even in realtors that are investment specialists can do all of that stuff for you and set it all up. So there's no excuse and no reason. And also for young folks out there or somebody who's just making their bills, just barely getting by. And they're like, well, I, I, I can't buy a house. I can't get ahead. There's ways to buy houses for very little money, especially if you're willing to own rentals in these other markets. And maybe then it's worth it. If you realize that and you can see, and you talk to mortgage broker and the broker says, all you need is 20 grand. Now don't get me wrong. 20 grand is a lot of money, but if a mortgage broker says, all you need is an extra 20 grand and you could start, having all that appreciation and start building your wealth. 
Well, maybe then you they, they'll be motivated and be like, okay, well, I'm going to get a side hustle for the next Just four years. Say, get a second job. And then after four years, they've saved $200 a month and put in an interest-bearing account and made a little money on that money as they saved. And then they have enough for that first property. And it changes your life. Four it years. can literally change your life. In four years. In four years. And that's for somebody who just has n- nothing. For a little higher earners, there's no excuse. They should own real estate. And I, kn- I know it's easier just to be like, okay, I'm putting money in my 401k, my IRA. That's good enough. And I'm saving a little others. Real estate's too hard. I don't have the time. That's not true anymore. It's not true. You, you need- don't have to fix and flip a house anymore. No. No, you don't have to know how to do any of any it anymore. No, you 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 just contact the experts. I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm going to get at an investment and I don't know any like anything. And if if you're listening to this and you don't even know where to start, and you're just trying to soak all of this in. Keep in mind, go to thehomeboyspodcast.com. Starting next week, we've got an entire education course it comes that, out today. Oh, it comes out today. There you go. I'm so excited about. I'm so proud of Clint and I put. Um, months and months and months. We started building this education program in January, January and it took that long to build it, to create it. It's a comprehensive course that can take even the, the most beginningest investor is beginningest a word. It is now. Okay. The most beginningest investor. We never said our grammar was good. No, but the course is good. And we're really proud of it. Uh, for sure. We, and it, we had a watch party this Monday and it was great. We were so impressed with, we even impressed ourselves. Yeah. So it's got all kinds of videos that'll walk you through it. It's also got spreadsheets and downloads and PDFs and then contacts that will help you get started. When you, if you take this course, I promise you will have all of the knowledge you need to to move forward to make that, that next step and um you know follow us on all our social media because on all of those too we give all kinds of free tips and advice and uh, but that's it for today's show we really appreciate you uh you all listening and as always don't forget to check out our tiktok it's at the homeboys podcast until next time homies happy investing <laughs>